0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, Please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello Libra. Welcome to Leo season. I'm glad you're here. The week that precedes Leo season, the last week of cancer season, is remarkable it is a week that ushers in a really significant vibe shift got a lot going on with the transit of the outer planet pluto and the shift of the nodal axis the eclipse points into the signs aries and libra so as we move into leo season there is a really kind of momentous Feeling in the collective astrology and especially in the charts of people who uh, have significant placements on the cardinal cross. So, as a Libra identified person, that includes you. Libra is one of four cardinal signs, including Capricorn, Cancer, and Aries. These are signs that begin uh, with the quarterly markings of the Earth's journey around the Sun every year, the equinoxes, and the solstices. They initiate new ways of being, new seasonal temperaments. And this particular shift is a shift that, as I mentioned a moment ago, is momentous. And that word would imply momentum. Uh, the, the shift is not coming from nowhere though there may be happenings uh, around the cusp of cancer Leo seasons this year that really do seem to come out of nowhere. And there's a kind of faded time-bending quality to time uh, presently and at the beginning of Leo season where the past and the future are converging. And it may feel in many people's lives that important cycles are coming to a close and also beginning. And so in the Libra charts, um, my focus is pulled to the last 15 years of transformation and transmutation of your foundational energy and experiences. Since 2008, with Pluto's movement through Capricorn, the root of the Libra charts has been really getting worked by an influence that asks for nothing less than death and rebirth. Um, This is an influence that is also a collective influence. And so it corresponds with a period of time in the world when a lot of systems that have you know, been pretty foundational within current society are breaking down. A lot of the old systems never really worked, (laughs) definitely didn't work for everybody. But our current moment um, is revealing a lot of the foundational weaknesses and structural inequities in global systems. And there is strife and suffering. There is a need to transform how power works, on the planet and especially how power works through institutions and in our personal lives we're all trying to metabolize this collective influence in the ways that we can uh, based on the conditions of our lives and so Libra identified people in a myriad of ways, in a limitless amount of ways, because with 12 signs and almost 9 billion people on the planet, there's a lot of Libra identified folks out there and everybody has Libra in their chart. So on some level, Libra people are involved in a foundational restructuring. And when I say foundational, I literally uh, am talking about your roots, Your home, your family, the concepts and memories and ideas that come up for you when you hear the words home and family, Um, places of belonging, the land itself, and also the potential wealth uh, of land in a world where land ownership is a thing and uh, property, private property, is um, often a generational inheritance, not always, but the uh, kind of ownership of land or the tending and stewarding of land, Uh, these are big picture themes in the Libra charts as well. Um, So home, family, place, space, lineages, uh, your ancestry, these are all potentially foundations that have been shaped by institutions. And so Whether I'm talking about, you know, private property and the institution of uh, corporate capitalism, or I'm talking about home and family and the institution of the nuclear family, or, um, you know, quote unquote, like religious family values or compulsory heteronormativity or, or things like that, you know, there are institutions that shape our personal lives And as we move into Leo season, Libra people have been working hard and they have been worked hard over the last 15 years uh, inside of the institutions that have to do with home, family, place, and belonging. And whatever your processes have been, whether they include you know, navigating the death of a parent or elder, um, going through divorce, m- moving, forced relocation and migration, housing insecurity, uh, home ownership, and the complexities of of property, or something like that. So many different ways that people might have been working with these themes. Uh, trying to build foundational security and stable attachment for yourself, you know, in a world that really doesn't support that kind of thing and support our families to support us and that kind of thing. Whatever you have been doing in these last 15 years, as the season changes from cancer into Leo season, something is shifting in you that is really changing your outlook and perspective. And I think that a lot of Libras are looking at the future in Leo season in a particular kind of way. And the way that you're looking at the future feels very reflective right now. And it feels to me that you are gazing at the future. You're attempting to gaze at the future through the the line of sight that emanates from your heart. Um, this is a period of time in which the future is calling you as a felt sense. It's calling you in a deeply, deeply personal way. And Libra is an air sign. And I think all of us, regardless of our astrology, you know, our pretty encouraged, uh, at least societally, to be logical and linear about things and to strategize and have plans. And that's often a very mental, uh, informational kind of process. Right now, your process is about a gut instinct. It's about a calling, a feeling, an inner knowing, being compelled, and also being propelled. Being compelled by the possibility that you are an agent of transformation and that whatever it is that you are metabolizing, when it comes to the themes that I spoke to a moment ago, metabolizing culture, metabolizing history, metabolizing tradition, metabolizing your inheritances, your lineages, etc to whatever extent that you feel yourself in this larger collective moment of metabolic change, you are being propelled by those values and in whatever ways you feel yourself uh, in your capacities as an agent of change you are compelled by the vision that you see and part of what I'm looking at right now is the transit of Venus uh, through Leo and its retrograde um, which begins the first day of Leo season and will take us Uh, until early September. But the shadow period takes us all the way into Libra season into early October. And you are a Venus ruled person Libra is a Venus ruled sign. So what I am uh, really trying to get at here (laughs) is the the orientation I think of Libra uh, in its kind of soul centered Glory, right? Like the the potentiality of fully liber, uh, fully realized, fully healed Libran energy, is the potentiality of sublime beauty. It is um, it is the order of the balance of nature. When you go out into a natural landscape unmarred by human interference, everything has a place. The color palette goes together, right? Nature uh, in its infinite wisdom and intelligence is such an amazing artist. And I feel that part of what Libra is here to bring us in our archetypal experiences um, is into the bliss, the pleasure, um, and the relational abundance that emerges from uh, spaces and containers and practices that help beauty flourish. And so, something is happening right now that feels to me that you are transforming something that, though there is beauty in everything, I think, you know, uh, it feels to me that you are transforming something that maybe wasn't always beautiful isn't always beautiful, that carries inside of it seeds of destruction and horror and trauma. And you might be part of lineages that have involved themselves in transformation of this material, but you are somewhere in a legacy. You are building some kind of thing that wants to participate in this transmutation in a very real way, in a way that orients you towards service, Uh, towards offering with others, towards your involvement in some kind of uh, bigger picture, you are involving yourself in turning what was horrific into what will be healing, into what was devastation, into what could be abundance. You are trying to do the alchemical work of what feels like societal impossibility, honestly at this time in 2023 uh on the on a week where the hottest temperatures ever on planet earth have been recorded um you know when when wars are escalating when, <laughs> when criminals are going to trial as they're running for president you know it's like wow the work that it feels like you are being called into right now is nothing short of sacred that's my interpretation for some of the main themes that are arising in the Libra charts in Leo season. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, We're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and disease. The work of changing culture is vast and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience, and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the Cardinal Angles. The Cardinal Angles include your Ascendant as well as your Descendant, Zenith, and Nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influence the expression of your chart, and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, But I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success, and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com special offer. Now, astrology is a creative practice of interpreting symbols. Right, and every astrologer is going to have their own approach to working with this language, and so my approach uh, tends to be, you know, an anti-capitalist kind of queer variation. And I'm certainly a person who is compelled towards the numinous and the mystical. And in the ways that I describe astrology, I'm often uh, speaking to the numinous and to the mystical. And sometimes it can feel like really big, and astrology descriptions can be. dramatic. I feel like this all the time when I read my horoscope and astrologers are like, Oh my God, this thing is going to happen. It's only happened, you know, two times in the last thousand years. And you know, it's like that every week. So, um, when I'm speaking to astrology, I'm also speaking to a kind of subtle quality of feeling tone. And some people will be experiencing this in ways that are truly subtle and energetic and internal. And some people are going to experience this in ways that are uh, very obvious and explicit. And I don't know what it's going to be in your chart, but on a practical level, what it feels like uh, many Libras are contending with now has to do with your place in community and society and what you want to offer um, in very real ways to wh- whoever and, and, and whatever you consider your community and to the uh, components or portions of society that you are most compelled to and that compel you. In the place of your chart where Venus is retrograding, we have symbols of the future and larger organizations and uh, global conglomerates and systems and movement and activism. We also have a place of friendship and a wider network of kinship uh, beyond the associations of those who you know uh, in the first degree of separation. And so this is also a period of time in which Libra is... Being compelled, again, uh, these words, um, compelled and propelled to examine the place of community and kinship uh, in your life or to examine the place you occupy within community and kinship and to clarify for yourself how you want to be involved and with whom you want to be involved And over the course of the next couple of months, uh, Libra-identified people may find that it is time to ask for important, significant changes um, in organizations or movement work or community groups that you might be a part of. It might be a time when many of you are, as I mentioned in the beginning of the reading, kind of reflecting on your future and restructuring and re-strategizing your efforts towards what feels like something that I'm going to say is really going to involve you in a different way. And whatever is happening on the cusp or in the precipice between cancer and Leo season, it affects you psychologically. And it is a requirement uh, in order for you to metabolize this energy, it is a requirement that you do some kind of psychological excavation and transformation, especially when it comes to your relationships. And Libra, of course, is a sign so often associated with relationship and very often associated with the joy of relationship, with uh, the coming together and the union of people through love or through responsible, caring, equitable arrangements where relationships can be held in harmony and balance. Libra is associated to the scales of justice and to the ideas of equity now. (laughs) Every archetypal energy has its polarity and spectrum. And on the other side of all of that, we have uh, other aspects of Libra that trend towards people pleasing and avoidance and passive aggression, uh, the lengths that we might go to, to, um, you know, avoid conflict, or avoid discomfort, Libra uh, energy can often be incredibly superficial and really oriented towards surface ideas of niceness, politeness, um, fashion, aesthetics. There can be very strong judgments within the sign of Libra uh, that come into play when we get to the scales of justice and the idea of balance, right? That some people uh, you know, get weighted with more value than others. And depending on something that's superficial, whether it's as superficial as, um, somebody's skin pigmentation or how much money they have in their bank account, right? Things that don't actually have a lot to do with a person's intentionality or how they might, uh, show up (laughs) in a friendship, um, can actually really shift, uh, how somebody is valued and how they're placed inside of society. And my feeling as the nodal axis shifts into Libra and Aries for you with the South Node in your sign is that you are really being asked to reflect on the ways that you maintain and have maintained some kind of status quo for fear of making a fuss, uh, in aversion to somehow being an outsider, maybe because of actual consequences and very tangible punishments that could happen if you deviate from what is expected of you. And this could be happening in the present moment with your current relationships, and many of you may also be uh, trying to do intergenerational healing work with these kinds of attitudes and behaviors and how they have affected your ancestors and therefore how they have affected you in the ways that your uh, epigenetics and DNA have formed and also how your worldview, your biases, your prejudices, etc. have been shaped. And as we move from cancer season into Leo season, there is a quality of boldness and insistence that enters into your chart. And whatever is happening in the cusp of these two seasons is thrusting, uh, again, a kind of momentous quality um, of courage into your chart. And it is asking you to dig deep um, and do work in the realms of interrelational psychological disentanglement. It was a mouthful. Um, how, in inside of your relationships, how are you working to metabolize and transform historic systems of injustice, inequality, uh, dysfunctional hierarchy, etc., and turn those uh, those streams and those currents into energy that will be beneficial in the future? Um, I can't remember whose horoscope I mentioned this person uh, last month in cancer season. Maybe it was you, and then I'm going to say his name twice in your horoscopes two months in a row. But there is a philosopher, thinker, um, facilitator that I've certainly benefited from listening to and uh, reading uh, his book, or a book that he co-authored. I'm speaking about uh, somebody called Alnor Lada. And uh, he's a co-author with a person named Lynn Murphy of a book called Post-Capitalist Philanthropy. Um, And I'm thinking about something I heard him say in a talk he gave, um, and this is totally taken out of context from the talk, but I think that it's relevant here, that he said that perhaps we can think about trauma in a different way than we often think about it and instead of seeing it in the ways that trauma is so often uh, described and portrayed, maybe we can see it as, as of yet unrealized power. And this is the feeling that I have in your chart. Um, in some way, large or small, subtle or explicit, you are being asked right now to transform trauma and to take the, the residue of this transformation into the work of community building and placemaking. You're being asked to deliver to the wider world, to communities, to collectives, to your friends, to your family, to your kin, to your more than human kin, to the the web of life that surrounds and holds and uh, infuses you and your life. You are being asked to give life back in ways that that support life, that heal life, and that bring beauty to life. And something about this time for you is a necessary moment of reflection and contemplation. How are you going to use your energy and your resources? How are you going to share what you have with others or use what others share with you towards aims that serve and benefit much larger uh, networks. How are you going to meet the density of what has been accumulated and gathered inside of your intergenerational psychology? and transmute the substance that you find there into creativity and healing and deeper inclusion and embodiment and again, beauty. The language of astrology can feel dramatic sometimes. I want to invite you to not be dramatic in the ways that you interpret my words. I want to ask you to uh, reflect on anything that you're associating with and anything that you uh, might make meaning out of that you've heard me say or that you've thought (laughs) in response to what you've heard me say. And really consider um, the immediate relationship between uh, home and family and consider these words as bigger than the nuclear family and bigger than private property. Consider the words home and family in a potential global context or in a society, societal or cultural context. It feels to me like you have been and want to be involved in some kind of space or place or holding of relationship where you can bring your gifts and give yourself authentically, joyfully, creatively, radiantly, and in leadership in ways that help heal, transmute, and transform what does not serve the greater collective of your immediate communities and of the larger uh, living family on earth at this time. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space, where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements, Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week these classes are also all offered by donation if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation q a and resource sharing space embodied astrology has so much other stuff going on our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms and following us on Instagram at embodied astrology, your donations and memberships sustain this work. And we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Timing wise, Leo season brings a couple of different chapters. The first week of Leo season from the 22nd through the 29th continues to resonate with the uh, cardinal activation of the nodal shift and square to Pluto in Capricorn. This is a period of time in which my sense is that your best option is to um, try and locate as much ease as you possibly can while things change. And there is a huge amount of shift in your chart. Your relationships are changing. Your priorities inside of relationships are changing. Uh, Many of you are feeling the need to either turn a new page or start an entirely different chapter. And this is also a period of time in which the future is changing and calling you. Um, the, The... Things that will help you relax and feel at ease right now um, really feel like they have to do with both solitude and gathering. You have a lot of support throughout Leo season inside community spaces or friendship spaces where you really feel seen, witnessed, and supported. But as I mentioned a couple of times, this may also be a season in which uh, your relationships need to be clarified. And so, some of you over the course of the next few months need to let go of some friendships. You need to rework some community agreements. So, it may or may not be the most supportive and restful feeling space. If those group or relational spaces don't feel like support for you to uh, relax as much as you possibly can so that you can integrate and be with the changes that are occurring for you, then solitude is the best. And whether or not you have company during this time, it is imperative that you get a lot of rest. Your chart right now is really trying to process a lot and the uh, necessity and intensity of this process might take some of you um, in your bodies for kind of an endocrine ride. Um, many of you might need to uh, involve yourself in some kind of process of grieving or mourning during this time. There could be a kind of um, swell of emotion that, um, that that needs to just be released from your body. Grieving and mourning also are important processes of integration. And the Libra charts, as I've been talking about for months now, um, have really been contending with some significant losses. And even if your losses aren't personal, um, I think a lot of Libras are really attuned to the current collective climate. And we are living through an era of profound and devastating and highly unnecessary loss. Loss of our human relations, loss of uh, the more than human realms, loss of uh, forests and oceans, Uh, many, especially younger folks, loss of hope, loss of a feeling of the future. There is grief to be expressed right now. And it is important that you give yourself time for that. And the first week of Leo season feels like a very uh, uh, emotive and potentially important time for you to just be present with what is happening. Now, if there's urgency around this time and you feel like you have to make decisions, um, just know that your decision-making is probably happening at a time when there is a kind of, expansive, dispersive quality in your energy and your attention. And so if possible, please ask for some kind of relational support. Ask other people to be there, to take notes, to help you think through things. If you have to make decisions, um, ideally you can be making decisions that allow you some space for adjustment and renegotiation as time moves forward. Because as we enter into August, there is a a phase that we are entering into. This includes the pre-shadow phase of Mercury retrograde. Mercury will station retrograde first day of Virgo season, as well as the pre-shadow retrograde phase of Jupiter. And both of these phases for you involve a lot of details that you're sorting through. Some of them will be practical and material many of them will be deeply personal. They'll have to do with emotions, with embeddedness, with bonds with other people. They'll have to do with in, uh, entanglements and disentanglements around resources, debts, inheritances, shared re- uh, uh, things that you share with other people, sex, death, money, and power. These are big themes for this period of time. And in general, uh, this is a, a phase that my sense is you are full, like you are full of content. <laughs> and this content is, is, again, it's both practical and energetic. It's material and it's psychological and it's psychic. And it is so helpful For you at this time to have allies. Now, when it comes to reflecting on who's, you know, who are your people, uh, this could be a very revealing time because you need help right now. And the help that you need is not, you don't need a savior. You don't need to be anybody's savior. You need the help of friends. You need the help of families. You need the help of communities. There's a feeling here that the kind of help you need is the help that happens when groups of people come together to care for one another because they're invested in their own happiness and they realize that their friends' and family members' happiness is absolutely essential and key to their own happiness. And so, the kind of help and the kind of assistance and the kind of collaborating that you want to be doing right now is transparent, it's tender hearted, it is courageous, it is brave, it is willing to let go of superficialities. I want to say that you have zero energy for that right now. And if you're trying to play to other people's expectations or be a people pleaser, or I don't know, you know. Get some validation because you're fitting into the right size of swimsuit bottoms. It's like misuse of your energy. The depth of connection that you need in this moment is profound. You don't want to waste your time, energy, attention, or material resources supporting relationships that don't support you in a real way, in a soul way. And you know the difference between uh, the connections where you feel like you can never really be at ease because you always have to be something for somebody and the connections where you can let down your guard and you're going to be loved in your fallible, messy humanness. You want the latter, not the former. As we enter into August, you got a lot of stuff coming at you you need and you want support. And the full moon on August 1st is uh, amplifying the need uh, for you to have support so that you can express yourself authentically. This is a, a period of time that is, again, it's both practical and highly energetic. You're trying to figure out how to maneuver and strategize in ways that are about your functionality, about your day-to-day, about your health, about the practical pieces and the details that need to get arranged and rearranged. And this is also a period of time in which a lot of energy is moving through you. Um, I do want to say as an aside that especially uh, for Libra around this full moon any kind of artistic or creative um, engagement on your part could be really helpful. Sometimes you need the friends of your, you know, your paintbrushes um, more than people, or something like that. Or you need the friends who are going to play music with you and not try to talk. So this could be a period of time in which creativity or artistic uh, expression is very supportive for you as well as being with children and or being with your inner child. Um, I do want to say that there is a potential uh, during this full moon for a lot to come forward and be expressed, especially if uh, things have been suppressed or kind of held back up until now. Um, And that's part of why creativity can be so generative during this time. And throughout the uh, month of August, you are working with a Mercury retrograde cycle that feels like it brings an overwhelming amount of information into your sphere. Um, This becomes amplified as we move towards the Leo new moon on August 16th. And in the span of time between the full moon and the new moon, this feeling of trying to metabolize what is going on in order to figure out where you're going is the main theme. You're holding a lot of stuff and you need support right now. You need support of people who have outside external opinions, who can help advise and guide you. You also need the support of your inner... um, guides of your higher self. And so this balance between community and solitude feels very important um, during these weeks. From the 13th through the 16th, the new moon on August 16th, there is a remarkable energy of new beginnings entering the collective space. This is a very exciting feeling period of time for you. It feels like new friends, new connections, new communities are calling you. It also feels like you are clarifying what you want and need in these spaces. And then as we move out of Leo season and into Virgo season, you are doing a lot of adjustments behind the scenes to set the foundations and set the stage for what these changes will mean as you move towards uh, the next chapters. All right, Libra, that was a lot. I'm going to pause for now and say that your 2023 year ahead reading encapsulates the themes that I have just spoken to inside of the larger arc of the story of this year, and 2023 is a momentous year for Libra and the cardinal signs especially. Um, The 2023 year ahead readings from me are two hours, about two hours long for each sign. They go over the big overview of the year. They talk about the main opportunities, challenges. They give embodied somatic and practical suggestions for working with all of them. And if you haven't yet listened, I would definitely recommend it because you have um, a a pretty uh, big second half of the year coming up. And what is happening now um, continues to play out over the next many months. Libra, I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Sending you lots of love. Bye for now.